0: Thank you for tuning in to Wove Inspirations, the evening edition. Your source for continued inspiration. Hey, this is Althea with Wove Inspirations the evening edition and I, I am excited to continue this conversation on the book anticipated book entitled i am a black woman it is a compilation of different stories of women that are empowering the uh, women out there that just ooh, they Y'all, I don't even understand. I can't even put in a word, y'all. I'm so serious how excited I am about this book. And I have the privilege and honor to have yet another co-author of this book. Her name is Kanika Cooper. She is a passionate life strategist on a mission, and it is to awaken women to their infinite potential so that they can harness it for their greater good. She strongly believes that each and every woman is capable of of incredible things when they are fueled with a sense of empowerment, courage, and unwavering purpose. Kanika, thank you so much for being on the show tonight.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Mm -hmm. I'm glad to be
0: with you tonight. Yes, ma'am. So let's, let's give me a little bit information about yourself.
1: Where do I start? Well, (laughs) hello, everyone. I'm Kanika Cooper, and I am a life coach. I am an author. I am a CEO of my own business. I'm an entrepreneur, a serial entrepreneur. I have so many different things that I've got going on. I'm like, where do I start? Well, let me just say this. Um, I come from a long way of different things, but you know how we get older and um, When I turned 40 some years ago, I had this thing. I started thinking about all those things that people talk about. You know, people say, oh, when you turn 40, things change. It's that Mm -hmm. thing. You have that aha moment. I don't know if it's an epiphany or what. But I just started thinking about a lot of things over the years and the things I did not want to do again. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, you go through life and you think about all the mistakes you've made and you know, from what age to what age you were just immature and how you misappropriated your funds, misappropriated your 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 um credit, just different things that you did and then when you get thirty and um you're trying to purchase a home and do these things and the stuff from the past start coming to coming up. You get what I'm saying? They start resurfacing. Yeah. And and I said, Well, you know, I just didn't want any of those things anymore, so I was just being very intentional, speaking over my life intentionally, and I said, blah, 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 Lord, I didn't want this, that, another, and so, and so, and so, and so, and I spoke over my life, and guess what? Things started to move for me, Mm. and sometimes it takes just a word, just being intentional, with compassion and passionate with your voice and what it is that you're saying. Because guess what? It doesn't go, when you speak words, sometimes you speak words slowly and softly and it really doesn't have any power. But when you speak from a passionate place and you command in the voice and you are strong and you believe in what it is that you're saying, things will happen. Yes. sit back watch and wait and see how God moves things but remember you also have to move as well
2: right. so when
1: I did that that just ignited a lot of things for me I decided that I wanted to do some things for myself you know because I was a single mom I had always dedicated my time with my daughter um I dedicated me
2: mm-hmm. you know
1: I, I had her at a young age so therefore when I had her at a younger age I dedicated. All my time and my responsibility, I was responsible for her. I just had to do everything I could to take care of this child of mine. So once I got 40 and I was, you know, she was out of school, getting out of school, you know, things were just changing for her as well. I said, it's time for me to do something for me. How can I get me back? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we all had dreams in the beginning when we were young. Some people start off saying when they were young, I wanted to be a, a lawyer or a doctor. But as they got older, their mind changed. Their things changed. Their interests changes, And things like that just start happening, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why I talked about empowering when We all have a purpose. And sometimes when we set out to get something done or, or achieve, it's hard you know, we're trying to do this thing and it's like, okay, and you kind of like get older and you kind of forget about uh, your old you, the old yeah. you.
2: You yeah. kind of like
1: look, and you look at your child or that thing that it is that you were just putting all your your time into and you just let it go, right? Mm-hmm. You want to live your life vicariously through your child or whatever it may be, right? So I just wanted to get myself back. It was not a, a stellar get a groove back. it was just, getting me back because yeah. i used to write poetry i used to you know draw i had all these things i was doing before i became a mother and even when i was a mother i still did some of those things but some things i just didn't do anymore because i was not even focused on those things that brought me uh the pleasure or leisure because i was so caught up with the day-to-day mundane things of okay what i need to get what i need to do how i'm going to take care of this you know all those stresses that comes with being a single parent. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So I decided that I wanted to take, as I said, well, my daughter's of age, I can really take a risk. And I started taking risks in regards to working on something that I wasn't used to, And that was becoming an entrepreneur, right? (laughs) Let's try this thing out. And baby, let me tell you, if you ever want to try to become an entrepreneur or try something on your own that you have no idea of how to do it Mm
2: -hmm. or
1: what it is you're exactly doing, because I'm still working out a lot of things still. But I had enough of tenacity and courage to get out there and do it. That's why I say we as women, we have so many gifts and talents within us. That we have to give birth to them, regardless if it's later in the in, in the fifteenth hour or the first hour, we still have something that we have to offer the world. And you know, I decided to start rediscovering those things I used to do, I like to do, um, I was like doing, and I um, start getting into myself. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. over these past few years, um, I've just been doing some self discovery, and you really find out who you are. You really start discovering who, who's Kanika, you know, like, who's Asiya, you know, it's like, what, what have I really learned over the last few years, Mm -hmm. over the last four four decades, and how do I want to go forward from this point, because Mm -hmm. they said something at this, at 40 is a pivotal time, something major happens. And I'm telling you, if you don't get it together before, you know, right before you, you get that wake up moment, it's like, okay, I need to do something different because you have to do something different to get a different result.
2: Mm-hmm. And I
1: started putting word into action and here we are today.
0: Yeah, yeah. And one of the things that you said was really interesting and is that you had to rediscover who you are. And there's a lot of women out there that, you know, they feel like because they're a certain age or whatever that, okay, well, I'm too old to do this and I'm too old. Uh-uh, baby, you need to go ahead. If that's what you want to do, if there are women out there that, and, and it's just, we talk and, and, and everything, there are women out there who decide, you know what, I've never done pole dancing. Mm-hmm. Try pole dancing. If that's what you're <laughs> saying,
2: I know sounds
0: crazy and everything and I just but, put that out there, but it's like, there are no limits into the things that you can do and you can accomplish. I went back to school at the age of 40. I've mm-hmm. been out of school for a very long time.
2: Wow! Mm-hmm. I tried
0: to start from the beginning. I'm talking freshmen all the way up to masters, but there is there is an energy that women should should have that says, you know what? I want to do something new. Let's go. Let's try it. Because you don't know if you can do it if you don't try it.
1: Right. But what I believe too out there is that sometimes we just get scared and we just don't want to try over again. We're we, exactly. we afraid to lose what we have mm-hmm. in order to go for something that we really want. Yeah. You know, because if you have an $80,000 job and things are being paid for and taken, then you go from 80... To making uh five thousand, yeah, yeah, and you know, yeah. it's a mixed bag, and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, trust me, it's not easy. But I have never met anyone who's been successful in business to say they never failed and yep. never lost it all in order to for in order for them to get it all again. You get what I'm saying? But yes. sometimes you have to go, you have to get in the valley in order to get to the peak. Mm-hmm. Come on, so, now. And and sometimes and sometimes those valleys come and we may stay down there sometimes you're like, oh, I get a, you know, you find yourself in a pity party and you're like, oh, I'm here, I'm, what am I to do? And trust me, sometimes I don't know what to do,
2: mm-hmm. but I
1: just know that, I just know that it's something greater that's calling me to do something more than what I'm doing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that's when you have to pull in all those resources that you do have. And when your back is against the wall, watch out, baby, because that's when you are in such a mode, your most creative mode.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because you have nothing else to lose. Right. Yeah. Nothing else to lose. What's what, what, what What's wrong with the try? If you try, you might just succeed at that first hit. That mm-hmm. first hit, may, you may knock it out of the box. It may not be the first one. It may be the 15th one. But if you keep on getting up to the place to the up to the mount to, to swing that doggone back,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you're gonna hit something.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But you just that, gotta continue to show up.
0: You and and one of the things you really pointed out is that the key word is fear. That that word alone keeps people from fulfilling their purpose because of the unknown. But see if you know the God that you serve if you serve in mm-hmm. him, then you'll know what direction to go because he's the one that will guide you and direct you in the things of your as far as your purpose is concerned. But that's where your your compass goes. That's that's the compass that you have to to go by is by the way of God, the way that He <laughs> wants you to go. Because if you try to do it on your own, baby, boom, it ain't
1: gonna work. I'm telling you, <sighs> a witness. <laughs> It is not. Let me show you. Let me just say this. When uh once I had that epiphany at forty and you know, all that umption and gumption I got and things started rolling and I wrote my first book. Actually mm-hmm. the new book this book, I'm um a black woman. That's my second book I'm co authoring, but I wrote my first book. Mm-hmm. My first book I wrote it was called Dream It, Believe It, Do It. And in that book I talk about those things. I talk about You know, the dreams and people that came before us who uh, thought they were too old and they still made things happen. What's wrong with being, I don't know why it seems as though that just because you hit 40 or you hit 35, you might as well give it up. There's no more hope into Mm -hmm. getting anything. There there are a lot of successful people out there who've hit success after the age of 50 and the thing about it is we just don't hear about it because people you know they tell the stories and we may not know that person's story we just thought they were there the whole time but guess what we all have a start and then we also have a finish but the thing about it is you won't know where you're going to finish if you don't never start or try
0: exactly exactly so
1: that's where i am i decided to just push caution to the wind I self-published my first book. Didn't I have not one idea of how to do it, what to do? I got myself a business coach, and I just started really uh, the terms and the things that we talked and I learned about it. In my and uh, with my business coach, it was like that first night. I was like, okay, uh, can I get my money back because <laughs> I had not one idea of any of the words or the terms they use. Yeah, in this whole business. I was like, okay, you got, you went over your head, girl, back up, and it was like, okay, you're in it to win it now,
2: but now,
1: after I finished that, I realized a lot of stuff now, it, like, 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 the pieces start coming together afterwards, because you just, you just, I was really in the tunnel at that time, just like, oh, okay, but, you know, like, with anything, it just takes time, and you just got to continue to, try and try to perfect it. If it doesn't work the first time, take that thing, get that thing back and tweak it and yeah. redo it again and call it something else. But guess what? If God gave you the idea, mm-hmm. he's sure he's going to be able to see you to the end if you just have enough of faith and belief and tenacity to continue to believe and trust in yourself and your abilities mixed with the abilities God gave you. Yeah. you'll be successful
0: yes yes you'll now
1: let me let me let me ask
0: you a question because um prior to us uh, coming on we were mm-hmm. kind of discussing about um the support of each other so how how do you um see you know the the idea of of us especially with african American women how important is it for us to support each other
1: let me just say this. It is so it is so important that we support each other because we don't have black women have been the backbone for everybody. Mm-hmm. It was never dad; it was grandma and them, yep. big mama. Okay, let me see what big mama has to say. Even though big mama did not have all the matriculation
2: mm-hmm. as
1: we may have of today, but they had so they had a way of using their words. That just would anybody who, you know, we, it's still, even if she didn't have all that education, she could still use her words in a way that you would understand what she went through versus what you're going through. And then wow. you'll see the, the commonality in the story, but she just says it in a different way. But we just interpret it in a way that we can interpret it for going forward in today's way of saying, you know, in today's words. Yeah. But it's so important. How can I? not support you if i see you doing something wonderful i see you doing something great i see you're trying why 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 not support that Mm -hmm. we can still be what i learned let me just say this what i learned in my business class is that when you know people say well you know the 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 market is saturated for everything right Mm -hmm. but it's not but what i've learned is is money is enough money for everybody Mm -hmm. don't worry about, I'm not worried about Othea's podcast. If I got a podcast, we might talk about two different things. But mm-hmm. guess what, Othea? You're doing a great job. I appreciate you. You inspired me to do my own thing, vice versa, however it may go. Can right. you give me pointers? Let me tell you something about giving pointers and helping someone else out. No one can ever, 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 ever take your gift that God gave you.
2: That's right.
1: Nobody can do it like Othea, and no one can do it like Kameetha. Mhm. Mhm. Regardless mm-hmm. of how much information I give you, how many, how much information you give me, and we pour into each other, you could never do it like me, and I could never do it like you,
3: right? Because
1: we have our own things going on, and once we get outside of that whole thing of thinking that you're trying to take from me or you're trying to take my place or my space, and see it as okay, let me help you. But see, a lot of times we don't trust each other,
0: right? okay we don't trust each
1: other because because a lot of times we have those people have those things when they have those issues where they've been burnt before from one particular person or one woman burnt another sister and now she has it out for everybody Hmm. you know like i don't trust women i guess why i only have men for friends because Hmm. women are so messy and you know and it just keeps on going from there and it just builds up builds on and builds on i personally feel like if you're doing good, this, I'm going to congratulate you on all that you're doing. Yes. I want to see you win because you winning is me winning in the background. Because the thing about it is whenever we get somewhere in a in a, a place of power position or somewhere where someone can see us, guess what? I'm on that stage, but I got on that stage from the help of other hands, from other women and people exactly. to help me get there. I didn't get there by myself.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I I always say to to people when they're like, well, so and so is doing it, so why should I do it? There is a McDonald's, and here is a Jack in a Box. There may be a Hardee's. There may be um, a Burger King. And Mm -hmm. a Burger King, and they all in a row. And they all serve the same type of food. But guess what? There is something unique about each and every restaurant that makes people want to come there and eat their burgers. So that's the thing that we have to understand is that God has placed in us a unique thing in us, a a talent, a tool, an ability, Lord, that that God wants us to use, that we need to get out there so people can reach us. If we're not, we're so focused on trying to be somebody else, then, I mean, what's the point? We're not, we weren't made to be uh, uh, robots and be duplicated. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. And Mm -hmm. therefore, that's the way that we need to present ourselves before people. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. And I have something to contribute to society and to share. I want to share my gifts and talents. And I am unique. So therefore, I'm Mm -hmm. going to share what God has given me.
1: Plain and simple you're right, but you know what? you know, but the thing about that is what changed with that whole situation with that is it's like sometimes you know people have uh, insecurities, yeah, and it's so hard for them to believe that they have a talent mm-hmm. and they don't realize the talent they have, and they just feel like you're trying to be a copycat, right. so we have a lot of insecurities, we have a lot of isms, we have a lot of shortcomings, and then Um, We can be the most, we can come across as being the most confident person, but yet and still we're the one crying uh, inside and crying inside. I hope they don't find up or hope I don't make a mistake, but we try to keep it together and we don't want to see, let anyone see our vulnerabilities. And when we have to show our vulnerabilities, that's when people can, oh, that's when, oh, our guards are, are down. And then that's how we feel like, oh, someone can come in and take over. You get What I'm saying, take us from my position, take us from my spot, or, you know, she could do it better than me. I try to just stay in my lane, and I know what I'm good at, and I stick with what I'm good at. Mm -hmm. And guess what? I can help you if I got some information you need it. if I'm willing. You know, if you ask me for help, I'll give it. And even if you don't ask for help, sometimes I'll give you a tip or two if I know anything about what it is that you're doing or going through. And I'll throw it out there. If you want to accept it, that's good. But Mm -hmm. guess what? At the end of the day, I'm going to be your personal cheerleader. I'll be your cheerleader from the sideline. Go, Mm -hmm. I feel. Go. Because guess what? I know when you go and you get there, you're going to throw your hand back and grab two or three others to come along. And it's going to be a chain of people just coming up together. And once you see everybody coming up, and and, and when people get in that position, we're like, okay. I could be up here with I fear, I could be up here with so-and-so, and I don't feel uncomfortable. I feel like we're on this, you know, that we're all doing our thing, and we're all being successful in whatever it is that we're doing. It's, not, it's nothing wrong with sharing
2: yes. some of the
1: limelight or sharing some room, making room for someone else to come in. And right. it's nothing wrong with doing helping the next person because mm-hmm. that's what we have to do.
2: Right. We,
1: have to, we have to celebrate each other. Because no one else is, to be honest.
0: That is the truth. It's hard to
1: get the support from our black men. Is uh, you know, and we have we have our other counterparts. They want the hips and the lips, but they don't want the color, the real color. You know, the things that we go through mm. um in society. They'll take our hairstyles, they'll take our our uh, our our uh way, of, you know, our style.
2: Mm-hmm. And they'll
1: print around in it, but at the end of the day, they're trying to take everything that we got, but then make it look some a different way. You get what uh-huh. I'm saying? For uh-huh. them, it's just okay, just the style. But for us, it's, it's it's everyday living.
0: Right. This is this is us for real for real. This
1: is <laughs> us regardless of way. You know.
2: Right. So right.
1: um, I support my sisters, and this this book, I'm a Black woman, has been nothing but a lot of support. A lot of um, working together. And, you know, it is just, you know, don't get me wrong. You know, when we come together and it's people like, I don't know you personally or whatever it may be. And I may not know this person personally, but when we got together, Mm -hmm. spoken over the phone. And when we got together, it was just like, I knew this person or it was just so comfortable and familiar. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to get that feel or that vibe mm-hmm. with people coming from all over the place, different walks of life, and really not knowing, what are you going to get when I see when I see your face? Okay, yeah. are you really just, you know, friendly when I see you? You sound friendly over the phone, but how are you in person?
2: Right. And yeah. then when
1: you get there, you're like, that person's everything you thought they would be and mm-hmm. more. And some people just surprise you with more things, and they were just so friendly. So I, I tell you this. This project has been long and it's been hard, meaning, you know, going through the writing process, going oh, through yeah. the different things that we had to go through and the deadlines. For me personally, it was like, okay, I talked about some things that went in, went along, what happened in my life
2: <laughs> that,
1: um, you know, I kind of got stuck, you know, in the story. And I was like, I need to fix, I need to finish it because I had a deadline, but it was just like I was stuck. Sometimes yeah. when you recall the past and those traumas can come up and it gets you in a place that you're like, "Okay, I need to work something out. You get yeah, what I'm saying yeah, like yeah. something something still needs to work out in me so it was very um um cathartic and it was good for me mm-hmm. and also uh very reflective of my life, some of my life experiences, and the things you know that's going on in today. Um, how we handle situations when it comes down to um, uh, being a single parent. And um, I just hope and I just pray that everybody that gets the book will be able to find themselves or someone they know in this book Mm -hmm. about some issues that we, because a lot of times we think it's just us. I'm the only one that's going through this. I'm the only one that's really experienced. No, you said you experienced it, and then when you read the story and you you see your the similarity, then you realize this person had a little bit worse than you did,
2: mm-hmm. and here
1: you are complaining. But yet, and still, this person is up. They rose. They're walking. They're not. they not beat beat down. You know, they're not haunted by their past. Yeah. And the more you talk about your past, and the more you just discover some of the things that may have happened that you put so far back in your memory vein and you start letting it out and letting it go, the freer you become. Yes. And the freer you become, the more fear removes itself because you're not afraid of what can what can happen, what people find out about you, what is said, you know, all those little those uh, fears of something. Yeah, yeah. And, you the know, more and then that
0: the fear is removed, the more that you're able to go towards
1: your purpose. Purpose and you're free. Yes. You feel lighter. You just feel free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Still, that's where I am right now.
0: Your your part in this book um is going to make a difference in a lot of women's lives, as all of the other authors that are involved that although they may have different uh, stories and they may have went through different situations. The overall foundation that I see is that there is victory. There is definitely victory after all of everything. There is, there, there is victory and empowerment and change
2: is
1: possible. Change is possible. Yes. It happens. Um, in the book, I talk about being a single parent and um, the things of being a single parent and the, some of the things, and, you know, sometimes people have a tendency of thinking you're a single parent and you were either prom- promiscuous and you had all, you know, just, just things that go on.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: because you wouldn't get pregnant if you was doing S, Y, to the Z. But mm-hmm. guess what? There are several people out there with different circumstances of how it becomes to be a single parent. And it's not all about uh, promiscuity, one night stands and things that, you know, uh, society or social media brings up and they talk about baby mamas and baby daddies and things Mm -hmm. like that. And it's not all about that. Don't get me wrong. Some of the descriptions and the way people, some women come off as being described as being as such is just as well as the men. But it does not mean that everybody falls in the same category of that. And um, I really don't like the word baby mama. I know that's the word that everybody talk about. You know, they say it and things mm-hmm. like that. And at the end of the day, I'm no one's baby mother. I'm my daughter's mother. Yeah. And um, that's who I am. I'm not a baby mama. Amen. Amen. And, and the thing about it is, um, you know, people have a tendency of, they would throw rocks behind their hands because I just des- I decided to take on my responsibility. Whereas you may have decided to, you know, have an abortion or to be, you know, don't, right. you know, don't come out with yours. But then you will make it seem as though that you're better than me because I chose one when you chose another. Yeah, and um. It's just one of those things that society pits us against, you know, um, you know, social, economically, um, all those different things that have to do with being a single parent. And I just want people to know single parents, you know, you can be a single parent and still be married. Yeah. Yeah. And you're doing all the responsibility is on you. The Mm -hmm. only thing that makes a difference is that you may have an additional income in your home, right? And sometimes that makes a difference because you can do a little bit more. But a lot of times the single, uh, the parenting is on the mother. She does everything, takes them to school, pick them up, get them dressed for school. I mean, all the things that deal deal with activities outside of school, in school, it's her responsibility. Mm-hmm. So I talk about some of those things and then some things that happened to me along the way. But yet and still, even though I had those experiences, I still end up finding my way back to me or finding my way to doing things that I was, I was, you know, created to do.
2: Yeah.
1: And, um, you know, it's no matter how we get where we're going, we always have somewhere to go. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter because we can start on the left, We end up on the right. Or we can start on one road and end up on another road, but yet still we still meet up to the same road we left off at, but we just took a different path to get there.
2: Amen. And
1: it's all about the journey. It's all about how can I get over and not stay under. Mm-hmm. And you know, just you know, just being able to stay over and not go under and move forward. And that's what I'm. That's what it's about. Just moving forward and and loving you enough to say, I mean, I want to do better. Yeah. I want more. And see me for who I am.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Not just someone's mother. I'm more than just someone's mother. I'm just more than just, it seems like you get caught up in that one moment of, you know, uh, indiscretion or something else. And now it's like, you know, you walk around with a, a tag on you as though that, you know, you're no good anymore. You know? So uh I take that as, you know, life has a way of being of making some things crooked making crooked things straight. Yeah. And yes. um that's where we are.
0: Amen. Amen. So how can people reach you, Kanika?
1: I am on the social media. I am on Facebook as Kanika J. Cooper I'm on Facebook and I am on Instagram. I am Kanika J. Cooper as well on Instagram. Um, you can find me there. Um, I do have a website, but I'm working on it still, so therefore it's, it's my name, www.kanikaj.cooper.com. I mean, I have a lot of things going on, sister, and it's just uh, it sounds uh, like it. You, <laughs> trust me I sometimes I try to figure out where am I going but guess what I know I'm going somewhere but I'm uh, going somewhere besides going down I'm going up hey. everything is the up level to something new yes. and what I also want to say that anything God has for you you're gonna always feel uncomfortable mm-hmm so you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable in unfamiliar places and unfamiliar faces because mm-hmm. there is something that ha- that goes on when you're feeling uncomfortable. So when you're uncomfortable about something, you know something great is coming because when you're comfortable, that means you are in a zone where okay, you're just that's like mediocrity, right? Just. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you know you're going to the next level when you have a new idea or you have a budget that's bigger than you had last year and yeah. you're like okay but god you said it but how i'm going to do that and then you start feeling funny because you're trying to say how i'm going to do it yeah. and you know something is coming up and you have all these deadlines and you're trying to close the deal and you're trying to out, okay i got a million dollar deal or $500,000 bill. is something that's more than you ever had before. And yeah. now you're getting, you know, your, 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 name is getting out there
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you're uncomfortable when you're comfortable. That means that things are not working right now.
2: You're yeah. comfortable where
1: you are. Something's supposed when you, when, when things are going you're uncomfortable because you of the unknown. You don't know what's happening, but you know, you're in good hands because if he led you to it, he's going to bring you through it. So mm. therefore, you know, you're on the right track. Don't get me wrong. Cause sometimes I got, a, I got a few scrapes and bruises and gashes. And you know, a lot of things that's happened to me along the way, um, in the process of me trying to become full forward in all the things that I'm doing. Um, trust me, honey, if, if somebody gets to, besides the makeup and the hair and the clothing, you was like, Oh my goodness, you been do something.
2: <laughs> but <laughs>
1: but I say this. I know that, you know, at the end of the day, wherever I'm going and who I impact is what I'm supposed to do. Yes. I'm yes. supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be talking to you. And I'm supposed to be a I was supposed to be a part of the book in this movement. I am a black woman movement that I, it's, it's for a reason. Yes. It's not for me. It's for someone else. See, God put me in a position to tell my story, to empower some woman or some man or whomever, a young girl, to let them know that, hey, I was there too. But guess what? You can still see your way through. Amen. And, and you see a way through with anything if you just trust and believe in yourself and trust and believe in who is in control of everything. Yes. Um, I just say that, uh, you know, I believe in, you know, he said in his word, he will put you in front of greater men, you know, your gifts and your talents will put you in of great men. Mm-hmm. So therefore, when you get there, what are you going to do? You have to You have to represent him in the best way you know how. And that's being authentically you.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, Kanika, oh my goodness. I'm telling you guys, you better get this book. It is launched on August the 17th. You can pre-order the books as well. If you go on their Facebook page, which is I Am a Black Woman, the book, I believe is the page. Get on that page. And and just y'all get the book. I'm just telling you, get the book. After the end, get at the the book. end of, just going to get the book, y'all. I'm telling you. I, I try and listen, not to let my guests give too much information because I, I want you at least to get a, a slither taste of uh what the book is gonna entail, but you're gonna need to get the book to get more details on it. All right, y'all.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> and, they do.
1: And also you can catch us. Um, some of the women, um, Monday through Saturday, I believe we all do a motivational um, morning. Uh, uh, we get out there, we talk, give you some motivation in the morning about 9.30. If you follow us on I Am A Black Woman page, Facebook page, you can call in to our conference call number, and you can listen to some empowering words to get you through Whatever day that is that you're listening, it's Monday through Saturday. You can call. I think Sunday too. Um, you can call. You can listen. You can find out what we got going on. How can we inspire you for today, and how you can move forward and check us out.
0: Yes, yes. Well, Kanika, it has been a pleasure and honor to have you on my show. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule <laughs>
2: to be <laughs> on the
0: show this evening. And I am certainly Looking forward to reading the book about your story as well. So thank you so much. Oh,
1: thank you for having me, Anthea. And I appreciate you, your time. And you know, you taking the time out to talk to me and to find out more about us. I am a Black woman, the movement, and the book. And I appreciate you. And I look forward to everybody reading the book. And please, 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 please let us know, um, inbox us, to find out how you want to get be involved let us know and i look forward to seeing you later and i appreciate you amen
0: this is althea with wove inspirations the evening edition you guys have an awesome night and god bless
3: i want to say that this is about more than a book it's about the celebration of life. It's, yes. about, it's about the celebration of freedom. It's about embracing yourself as a black woman and not being ashamed to be called a black woman and embracing the beauty and the significance and the uniqueness of our culture. It doesn't mean that we don't embrace and love other cultures. We do, but we love ourselves just as much and i believe that we want women from other cultures to yes. read this book. We want you to understand what it's like for a black woman to be a black woman. What it's mm-hmm. like for a black woman to navigate in a in a system that is ruled by white supremacy and white privilege and what that what that feels like for us so that we can have a level of cohesiveness between our european and hispanic and asian sisters. We want this book to liberate you that when you read it you find your story in one of those co author stories and no longer live with the shame of that but know that God has the power to rise you up from that that you can overcome that obstacle you can overcome that challenge and live a life of freedom and liberty and that we want all women to know that our story is your story our voice is your voice, no matter whether you're the sister who's the CEO or the executive or you're just the sister who's out here every day trying to take care of your kids and maybe you're on minimum wage. I am you and you are me and we don't need to keep fighting each other, but we need to embrace each other and we need to love each other because at the end of the day, we're all black women and we all need each other.
0: To purchase your copy today, go to www.iamablackwoman.net. Thank you so much for tuning in to Wove Inspiration's The Evening Edition. If you would like to be a guest on this show, send me an email at woveinspiration at gmail.com. Again, this is your host, Althea Richardson. Have a great evening and God bless.